This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Hello and welcome to the Hindus In Focus podcast with me Amit Barua your host for this episode. The Election Commission of India recently recognized the Shiv Sena faction led by Eknath Shinde as the Shiv Sena and allotted the bow and arrow symbol to it. Ye nirnay jo hai ये लोकशाही की जीत है सच्चाई की जीत है ये बाबा के विचारों की जीत है The order is now under challenge by the Uddhav Thackeray faction of the Sena in the Supreme Court using the test of majority principle and that a majority of party MLAs in Maharashtra had sided with Mr Shinde the election commission in its wisdom presented the chief minister with the Shiv Sena What impact will this have on the politics of Maharashtra a state which sends as many as 48 representatives to the Lok Sabha could Maharashtra play a key role in deciding the results of the 2024 general elections does the BJP still have use for Eknath Shinde after the goal of dethroning Uddhav Thackeray has been achieved for the moment all eyes are on what the supreme court will decide on the tussle between the sena factions Also a key test for the BJP Shinde and Uddhav Thackeray will be the upcoming elections to the Mumbai municipality to discuss these issues i am joined by Radhika Ramaseshan political analyst and columnist welcome to the hindus in focus podcast radhika yeah good afternoon amit and thank you for having me over radhika what is your sense of the election commission order how do you read the election commission's order which as we know is under challenge now in the supreme court yeah you know i think there are uh, both sides uh, to the entire ongoing discussion which indeed is quite uh, feverish i mean today a uh, majority uh, uh, today several uh, past cecs have justified the ec's decision to uh, hand literally hand over the party that was built by uh, balat saheb thakre and later sustained by his son uddhav thakre to the eknath shinde faction using the same argument which the ec marshaled namely that the majority of um, the elected representatives that is to say the mlas and mps as well as a majority of the organization is with uh, eknath shinde now the last to me amit still appears very ambiguous we do not know if the organization has also a transferred lock stock and barrel to the eknath shinde faction which claims to now be the bona fide uh, shiv sena but uh, i you know uddhav obviously is not his plight is not good at all i mean he's lost a party he's lost mps he's lost mlas and this will definitely have deep repercussions on maharashtra politics now we will have to wait and see what the supreme court uh, says in its uh, ruling this evening whether it remains ambiguous or it categorically pronounces that the ec's order is right or not so right so i think a lot depends on what comes out from the supreme court today radhika what's your sense i mean a, a lot of people a lot of analysts write today that the election commission um, you know is not as independent as it should be and the appointees uh, to the jobs of the election commissioner or to the chief election commissioner are really the handmaiden of the bjp today would you concur with such a view 
I would up to a point because not just Maharashtra, there are other instances as well, you know, coming from states like uh, Uttar Pradesh and other states where uh, the election commission's role in the present dispensation has been quite questionable on various uh, counts. So uh, this decision, this particular decision in the case of Maharashtra was not unsurprising. In fact, I would have been very surprised if they had upheld the Uddhav Thakre's uh, contention that namely the Shiv Sena rightfully belongs to them. So the election commission time and again has demonstrated that it is partisan, that it will lean towards the side of the political regime of the day. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying that uh, they're getting a diktat from the center, but they have probably read the political executive's mind correctly and tailor their uh, rulings according to that, what will please the political executive. And that is exactly what is uh, happening, you know, because there have been cases, for instance, in UP, of elections going terribly wrong, of voters' names being deleted uh, from uh, the lists. I mean, that is a very uh, common complaint. Names of uh, communities, you know, uh, being deleted. And by communities, I obviously mean uh, the minorities, the Muslims. In the recent Rampur Assembly by poll, for instance, Muslims were not allowed to come out and vote. And that is documented evidence, uh, Amit. It's not me uh, basing what I said on hearsay or, uh, uh, you know, a piece of fiction. It happened. But the Election Commission took no cognizance of it. It should have uh, uh, rescinded an election and then ensured that it was held in uh, fair and free circumstances. That didn't happen. So uh, the Election Commission's role on the whole is extremely questionable. But of course, they can turn around and say, if there is one Rampur, then how did the Samajwadi Party win an election, a Lok Sabha by poll from Manpuri? I mean, that would probably be the argument they would marshal in their defense. But yes, I agree that the Election Commission's role has come under a cloud and it is time for the CEC and his fellow panelists to um, uh, you know, uh, introspect and find out why complaints and why such doubts are being cast on the EC's role time and again. I think that time has definitely come. Just a, a brief uh, thing on the Shiv Sena and the Election Commission order. Do you think the Election Commission should have waited for the Supreme Court to adjudicate before announcing its order? Well, uh, I do not know the sequence, you know, because Uddhav, I think, moved the Supreme Court only after the Election Commission's order came. Until then, I mean, had Uddhav moved the Supreme Court uh, before the Election Commission pronounced its order, then I would certainly say, yes, the EC should have waited. But there is no mistaking that there was a terrible hurry on the part of the EC to give its ruling. And in a sense, uh, you know, the BJP leaders like Devendra Fadnavis and other, uh, other leaders from Maharashtra had already second-guessed the EC's decision. I mean, they kept saying, order to hamarehi favor mein aayega, you know, well before it was pronounced. So, you know, that, I mean, I will not go as far as alleging that there was complicity, but that to, to me does seem very curious as to why this kind of a thing happened whether uh, the BJP uh, leaders were already in the know that such an order was coming. And if uh, somebody had moved the Supreme Court, yes, it was in the fitness of things to wait till there was a legal order. 
Well, we we probably leave uh, Radhika the you know a fuller discussion on what uh, the election commissions uh, now means for the country. But I would like to now uh, you know come to Maharashtra itself, and you know ask you to don your analyst hat and tell us uh, you know what is your sense this uh, decision of the election commission uh, you know pronouncing that uh, the Eknath Shinde is the Shiv Sena now in a way of speaking what impact do you think this will have on maharashtra politics yeah okay it certainly makes the bjp stronger because uh, whether shinde uh, you know is a force to reckon with ultimately or not i mean so far i believe he's a force only in the thane uh, district and where the bjp is also looking to strengthen its uh, support base so it's uh, highly possible that there may be contradictions in the alliance but for the moment the bjp really thinks it has scored a major brownie point over the maharashtra mahavikas aghadi alliance now coming to the mpa i think you know uddhav is standing alone well, Pawar uh, made very contradictory noises. He said that Uddhav should now concentrate on uh, the polls and, uh, you know, work towards winning the polls. Then he said, I'm distancing myself. I have nothing to do. So the MBA alliance is not standing as an alliance, I'm afraid. The Congress has been mum. It has not said a word. So Uddhav Thakre is left to fight his own battle with his son, Aditya. I don't even know at the end of this whole saga whether the party will stay intact. And by party, I mean the party organization. Because the Sena, like the BJP, is a highly cadre-driven party. It is extremely crucial for Uddhav to retain his rank and file in all the districts, you know, be it his strongholds or be it the places where he's weak, but nonetheless has a presence. That is very important for him. And he began on a tentative note. I can imagine he must be very demoralized with this uh, order. He began on a tentative note. He went, he visited uh, certain places, but that is not good enough. I get the sense that somewhere Uddhav is lost for a sense of political uh, direction. Uh, you know, of course, his father would never have faced this problem, the problem that he is facing, simply because uh, in his time, Balasab Thakre was seen as an invincible uh, supremo, uh, uh, you know, to who no, or nobody can in, uh, dare to inflict any harm. Uddhav, in contrast, is seen as a vulnerable kind of uh, person, uh, which puts a question mark over his leadership, you know. Now, when uh, the BJP uh, was working with the help of uh, Eknath Shinde, I think Uddhav uh, went through a very bad uh, patch of health. He had a spinal surgery. He was uh, immobile, confined uh, to his house for a long time. And that's where this kind of this revolt was brewing. But the MBA was nonetheless still in power. My question is, what happened to the state intelligence? Weren't they feeding you information that something like this was happening? Pawar should have been in the know. Pawar is supposed to be this very canny politician with years of experience, supposed to have a finger on Maharashtra's pulse, and he had no idea. Or he, even if he had an idea, he chose not to share it with Uddhav. I do not know. These are all uh, riddles which need to be answered. So for the moment, I do see Uddhav as a lonely figure who will probably have to do a solo act 
to get his party or what remains of the party together. In your preface, you mentioned the Brihan Mumbai uh, Municipal Corporation polls that are extremely prestigious. And the Sena has been controlling the BMC with the BJP's help, which is which was very secondary, by the way. The BJP was not that important or forceful in the BMC. It was primarily the Sena which was controlling the BMC, which is uh, uh, probably one of the world's richest uh, civic bodies. And indeed, the budget is far more than many of the smaller states in the country. So it is imperative for uh, Uddhav to firstly retain his hold over the BMC before he thinks of, uh, say, the Lok Sabha elections. Or, of course, there is still a lot of time for the assembly Polls, we also have by polls, you know, in um, Pimpri Chinchwad and another uh, constituency coming up. That could be a test, but my own sense is that uh, the BJP and its ally should win those polls because uh, Uddhav is visibly and otherwise demoralized. I mean, how is he going to fight a bipole with this kind of uncertainty uh, shrouding him, you know, and his future plans? And his son, well, of course, uh, I mean, a young man who makes the uh, who makes very politically correct uh, noises over issues comes across as a very modern young person. And Uddhav himself gave a makeover to the Shiv Sena from the Shiv Sena that we knew under his father. It's different under Uddhav. However, in the process of giving a milder, moderate shape to the Shiv Sena, it is possible that the cadre, which was weaned on a diet of bellicosity might just be a bit upset with Uddhav Thakre and the kind of makeover that he was trying to give and may find the BJP a, a, a more of a natural habitat because the BJP can, uh, you know, uh, resort to rabble-rousing when it uh, suits and it can afford to sound a little uh, uh, moderate when it uh, suits the, uh, the party. But on the whole, I, th- I fear that the carders might start flocking to the BJP. So as we await, uh, you know, whatever happens uh, with the BMC elections, Radhika, the question I would like to ask you is that, you know, uh, the MVA was an unnatural alliance. Everybody knew that this was done for Uddhav Thakre to take power, for the Shiv Sena to take power, for the NCP and the Congress to take power. The fact is that no one knew whether how long this alliance would hold. You know, it lasted, uh, you know, till at least June 22, uh, when Shinde became chief minister. So what is your sense? A weekend Uddhav Thakre may actually, uh, you know, prefer to be very much a part of the MVA. Oh, yes, Amit, I completely agree with you. He really has no choice. He has to be part of an opposition coalition, which is the MBA in uh, Maharashtra. Because uh, minus and power is very crucial to the alliance. I'm not really counting uh, the Congress, which is anyway in a shambles. You know, it keeps losing MLAs and functionaries every now and then to uh, uh, the other side. So uh, Uddhav becomes very critically dependent on uh, Sharad Pawar and Sharad Pawar in turn loves nothing more than the sport of, uh, you know, presiding over a coalition, keeping his partners on tenterhooks and uh, basically calling the shots. So from here on, I see Pawar calling the shots in uh, uh, the opposition 
alliance. Uh, I mean, he will be patronizing towards uh, Uddhav Thakre. At least his recent uh, statements clearly demonstrated that he is going to be uh, kind of a patronizing pat patriarch towards uh, Uddhav Thakre. But Uddhav needs all the help he can get from Pawar to fight the BMC elections, by polls, Lok Sabha polls. However, I must also add that Sharad Pawar is not going to bring too much value to the BMC polls and neither is the Congress. That, those polls will have to be fought by Uddhav alone. I, uh, because Pawar's uh, strength is really in the Baramati region, in the hinterland, you know, in uh, Marathwada. Um, probably parts of uh, Vidarbha, the NCP is uh, strong. So uh, they hear, uh, you know, uh, if uh, Uddhav, I mean, he would have to focus entirely on keeping his base in the BMC because if he loses BMC, everything is gone. You know, then he is reduced to being a very secondary player in the MBA coalition. And uh, what does he bring to the table? I mean, that's the first thing they're going to ask. Konkan was traditionally the strong region of uh, the uh, Sena. Now, there he has lost leaders like uh, Narayan Rane to uh, the BJP. So, uh, the Sena has not been doing too well. Uddhav Sena has not been doing too well in the Konkan region. So, it is very important for him to assert himself again in the BMC polls. Otherwise, he loses whatever he has. So, what's your sense? I mean, uh, you know, in the lead up to, I, I know that uh, 2024 is still far away. But if you look at um, the BJP and uh, Mr. Modi's, uh, you know, public rallies, it would appear that, you know, we are already in election mode in some ways, you know. So, I just, uh, I, without going into, you know, too many details, I just want you to give our listeners a sense of how important is Maharashtra as a state to the politics of India as a whole, you know, given the, that we are going to have Lok Sabha elections next year? Yeah, Amit, there are five states, in my opinion, which influence the outcome of the Lok Sabha polls eventually. Uh, Uttar Pradesh, Bihar, Maharashtra, West Bengal and Tamil Nadu. I mean, these bring the maximum number of seats. Uttar Pradesh, of course, being the leader by a long shot. But Maharashtra has 48 seats, as you said in your introductory remarks, so its importance cannot be underemphasized, which is why I think that one of the reasons why the BJP has embarked on this whole endeavor to split the Sena and ensure that uh, the symbol and the party and the organization, everything is under uh, Shinde's control, although Shinde as an individual, as a political leader, as a politician may not matter very much in the ultimate reckoning. However, for the BJP, it is this, uh, it is what he represents that is uh, more important than Shinde himself. So if uh, you look at the BJP's performance in uh, Uttar Pradesh, it has peaked, you know, from here. Of course, it lost about nine seats in the last Lok Sabha election. So let us assume that it will uh, regain those nine seats as well, and it gets all 80 seats. Bihar. Bihar, again, the BJP doesn't look very good to me because the alliance in Bihar, unlike the one in Maharashtra, is fairly stable. And lately, Nitish has been throwing his entire weight behind Tejasvi Yadav. And Tejasvi is shaping up into a pretty good politician. Uh, I mean, not quite the bright spark that his father was in his heydays, but good enough. 
uh, Tamil Nadu. I don't think the BJP is going to make any headway in uh, Tamil Nadu. Then uh, we come to West Bengal. West Bengal might see a fight again. I don't rule it out. But again, I think uh, Mamta has the upper hand. That leaves them with Maharashtra, where they've been doing the BJP has been doing very well since 2014. I mean, they've practically captured the state. Uh, but last time they had Uddhav as a partner. The alliance broke only after that. So we have. So the real test is going to be the Lok Sabha elections and to what extent the BJP is able to capitalize on the split in the Sena, and more importantly, whether Uddhav gets his act together. Uh, before 2024, to me, that sounds very doubtful. I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to make any prediction. But if you ask me to spell out a scenario for the Lok Sabha, to me, it seems as of now, as of today, the BJP and the Eknath Shinde faction seem pretty strong in Maharashtra. They may lose a few seats here and there, but it's not going to be a major loss. So for BJP, it is very important to hold on to Maharashtra, because that is going to influence, it is going to mold the eventual outcome of the Lok Sabha elections. So Radhika, even as we keep an eye on what the Supreme Court does and, you know, the politics of Maharashtra, uh, what is your sense? I mean, uh, you know, we've seen in the past that the BJP, you know, adopts leaders when it's needed uh, and just drops them like a hot potato. Could that very well happen to Eknath Shinde? Because if the optics, if you see, of running the state of Maharashtra, it sometimes would appear that Devendra Fadnavis is more important than the chief minister. Uh, yeah, it, it does appear. And that, I think, is more because of uh, Fadnavis's own exertions. I mean, he needs to keep himself as the supreme BJP leader in Maharashtra. I don't know if the high command is backing him to the extent uh, it should have, because in that case, the high command could have uh, arm-twisted uh, Eknath Shinde into accepting uh, Fadnavis as the chief minister. That didn't happen. Okay, you can call it expediency, you can call it pragmatism, whatever. But uh, I personally think uh, the BJP at the center would not like to rock the BJP's Maharashtra alliance with uh, Sena, at least until the Lok Sabha elections. Therefore, the outcome of the Lok Sabha election will be very important for Shinde. If he delivers the goods, then he is definitely going to have an upper hand in the assembly elections that follow soon thereafter. So, uh, you know, uh, Fadnavis, yes, Fadnavis is training at the leash to reassert himself as the number one leader in Maharashtra, but he's hemmed in by the Eknath Shinde faction and by all the developments that have uh, happened uh, thereafter. So he will probably have to wait his uh, turn. And again, from uh, the point of view of caste equations, um, Fadnavis is a Brahmin, you know, and like in Tamil Nadu and Karnataka, Brahmins really don't count for much in uh, Maharashtra. I mean, Fadnavis was symbolized other aspects which the BJP uh, uh, would like to project in uh, Maharashtra, a modern leader who's like on the get up and go kind of leader, pro-industry, pro-business and so on. But caste is certainly not in his favor. So from the point of view of caste, they would want to keep Eknath uh, Shinde on their side, at least till uh, the Lok Sabha elections. And before that, of course, you're going to have the big uh, BMC battle. And uh, Eknath Shinde is important in Thane. Thane will be part of the BMC election. 
And if he delivers the goods in time, then I think he fortifies his position within the alliance. And then again, Shinde may, may have to take a backseat, not that much, but nevertheless a backseat and allow Eknath Shinde to kind of be the front person. Nonetheless, when it comes to a lo the Lok Sabha elections, I can bet that it is going to be fought under Modi's leadership, obviously, and Modi is going to be on the center stage, not uh, Shinde or uh, Devendra Fadnavis. And I'd like quickly like to add another point. You know, then this whole um, historical uh, battle between Maharashtra and Gujarat, I mean, you know, there's always been a game of one upmanship between the two states because we all know the history about how Gujarat was created and the linguistic uh, divide and so on. There is a perception that the central government has favored Gujarat at the expense of Maharashtra. Maake projects have gone to Gujarat and, they, and, and it happened after the MBA um, um, coalition uh, collapsed. So, uh, you know, one will have to see how this factor plays out. Uh, Raj Thakre did make some noise, very feeble noise. Uddhav is, uh, you know, is, is a beleaguered person. He has too many problems on his head to talk about uh, Maharashtra being given a stepmotherly treatment by the centre. But closer to the election, this is one factor I would definitely like to keep my eye on and see if the Maharashtra, Maharashtra for Maharashtrian card will have an impact or not. In uh, not the last uh, assembly election, the election before that, Yes, Raj Thakre did use it to great extent because he sort of started, began uh, alleging that uh, the BJP at the center is doing things for the Gujaratis and ignoring the Maharashtrians, but it didn't have much of an impact on the eventual outcome. BJP was the single largest party. And in any case, I mean, given the demography, Gujaratis are a very important part of Maharashtra, not just in Bombay and its suburbs, but in other big towns as well. So my own feeling is this Maharashtra for Maharashtrian card could just have outlived his util its utility. But they, some uh, somebody is going to have a shot at it and probably play it in the election. Well, we'll keep watching, uh, Radhika, whether this uh, victim card is going to uh, work for Uddhav Thakre. But as you as you put it uh, very clearly, he has an uphill battle ahead of him, uh, not just uh, on the political front, but in uh, the legal uh, issues that he's uh, seeking to raise uh, in the Supreme Court on who controls the Shiv Sena. So thank you so much for sharing your insights, Radhika. And I do hope we'll get another chance to talk to you about whatever is happening in Maharashtra and in Indian politics in general. Thank you, Amit. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.